Young Woman's Secret Three by Disc. Summary of Chapter 1-2 Bill and Sue met and established the start of a romantic relationship. She was an intelligent, attractive, and very busty woman. Most of his attention was on her chest, but he tried to be gentlemanly. On their third date, she shocked him by revealing that she was lactating for pleasure. Having given up her baby for adoption, she confessed that even using an impersonal breast pump, she orgasmed each of the four times a day she drained her breasts. She invited him to suck on her breasts and suggested a titfuck to relieve his cock, ruling out vaginal sex. Later, they'd agreed that he'd visit daily to suck on her breasts to extract her milk for two or three of her four milkings. On their return from the lingerie shops, Bill wanted to enjoy Sue's tits. She fended him off, reminding him of the need to stick to her milking schedule. She insisted that he leave her breasts alone for about an hour. Bill checked his watch and backed off, but didn't actually agree. He extracted the sexier of the bras and tops they'd bought at the exotic dancer's store and said, I'll put off sexually ravishing you for a while, but please change into these clothes while I pour us some wine. Just cause I can't suck on you doesn't mean we have to sit and ignore your sexuality. I'd like to see how your breasts look in your new at-home clothes, and I'd like to spend some time fondling your legs and ass while we kiss. Sue accepted the lingerie and said, Yes, dear. Mimicking a fast food clerk's perky customer service, she added, Would you like stockings and heels with that, sir? Bill smiled and replied, Yes, absolutely I would. Sue disappeared into her bedroom and was gone for 10 to 15 minutes. When she returned, Bill was very pleased with her new look. She'd changed into a miniskirt over three-inch heels, making her legs look extremely long and sexy. Silky stockings added a slight shine to her well-shaped legs and subtly hinted that she was dressed for sex. Bill wondered if she was wearing thigh-high stockings that stayed up by themselves or using a garter belt. Either was fine, but if she'd put on a garter belt, it would suggest she was in a sexier mood. Above the skirt, she wore a tight red top Bill had never seen. It had a low scooped neck and was more blatantly sexy than the top he'd bought for her. Mounds of breast flesh appeared above the neckline and the top clung to her body like a second skin. Sue did a slow twirl for him, saying, I thought this top showed more boob than the one you bought. I haven't worn the top or skirt since college, but thought you'd like my slutty look. Understand, this outfit is for at home only. Bill handed her a glass of wine, and the couple sat together on her couch. They kissed and sipped their wine. Bill complimented Sue on her sexy look, and she teased him by pointing out that he'd never asked her if she had sexy clothes. He just assumed she didn't. She added, I was probably a large C or perhaps a D cup when I last wore this top, and I was a young carefree co-ed. Even then, I wouldn't have worn this if my tits were as big as now. It was pretty sexy with my smaller tits. It's really an obscene look now. I love it, said Bill, as he placed his glass on the table, and reached over to run his hand from her hip to her shoulder, and then back so his hand could feel the huge breast that was stretching her top and overflowing from it. He repeated his hand movements on both sides and concluded, You really have an incredible body. Knowing how your tits feel in my mouth 
and how you come from my sucking makes our whole experience together too good to be true. Bill hugged Sue and felt up her tits more aggressively, saying, as great as you look, I want to get you naked and ravage you. Pace yourself. Remember, you can't assault my tits for another forty-five minutes or so. If you make my milk let down, I'll make a mess, and you'll need to suck me dry before my scheduled time. Yes, I know all about your schedule, but you seem to have forgotten who is in charge of your tits and milk. I'll proceed slowly, because I want to enjoy some foreplay. When I decide to assault your tits, I will. Your milking schedule is now up to me. I'm not going to subject myself to some artificial timetable. Well, at least not your timetable. I may regulate your milkings on a schedule I create. There may be times I make you wait. Sue looked at him with a strange expression on her face and slowly responded, Oh, you just made my pussy wet and I suspect my nipples are leaking a bit more than usual. If you like this top, you may want to slow up so it doesn't get stained. Bill ignored her warning and traced his fingers along the neckline of her top. He loved seeing her mounded breasts displayed above the neckline, and how her large round tits and taut body were emphasized by the tight fabric. His fingertips explored the exposed skin and occasionally slipped under her top to find and follow along the edge of her bra. I've always been a fan of large breasts. Yours are spectacular. As much as I enjoy them naked, there's something very sexy about exposing only a portion and letting me visualize the covered part. I can envision how erect your nipples are right now and how they're wet with your nipples. I know I'll see them soon. So being teased for a few moments is good. You're definitely going to make me stain my bra. It's brand new. Shouldn't we try to keep it clean? No. We both know that if it doesn't get stained today, it will tomorrow. I intend to keep you aroused and leaking most of the time. I'm with you so stained, bras are going to be the norm. I guess we'll need to buy several more bras so you have time to wash and dry them. On weekends, you may need to change several times a day. I can't expect you to wear a wet bra. You'd get the breast equivalent of diaper rash. That's rather crude. What happened to the gentleman who politely looked me in the eye when we first met? Well, I did tell you I was trying to make a good first impression, but was essentially just a guy who loves big tits. Besides, just now, I was assuring you I want to protect your breasts against irritation. That's gentlemanly. Telling me you're going to make my nipples leak is not what I think of as gentlemanly. Worshipping your swollen tits and keeping you so aroused that you leak is not a bad thing. In that context being concerned about possible skin, irritation is very gentlemanly. You should thank me if you have to change your bra a couple of times a day because you've been too aroused to contain your milk. Isn't arousal one of the main benefits of your lactation? Well, yes, that's certainly a part of it. I guess I haven't thought about leaking as sexy. You're right that if it's a result of arousal, I shouldn't be complaining. Feeling he had made his point, Bill fondled Sue's breasts more firmly. Great tits, he said. I want them and am not going to be denied because of some schedule in your head. When you start producing more milk, you'll probably need to be milked five times a day rather than four so your old schedule isn't cast in stone. Come with me 
and take off your top and bra. With that, Bill rose and extended a hand to Sue. He guided her to the bedroom, stripping off his clothes as he went. Sue got the message and started to remove her top as she walked. Within seconds of arriving next to the bed, the couple was topless and engaged in a passionate kiss. Leaking milk started streaming down Sue's body, prompting her to break the kiss and quickly remove her skirt. Bill took off his pants and was thrilled to see Sue's garter belt. His eyes made a quick scan of her lower body and told her how great her legs looked in the belt, stockings and heels. They then renewed their kiss, almost giddy at the feel of her milk wetting both of their bodies. Sue said, You really think I'm going to produce more? I can almost guarantee it. When I think about making you produce more and having your tits even bigger, I suck harder. It's what you call a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm sucking on you much harder than a little baby would, and I'm draining every drop you produce. You tell me what your body's going to do. Oh my, that's frightening but very hot. Bill lowered Sue to the bed and attacked her left breast. She gasped at his first contact and then moaned as he latched on and began sucking on her. He had her writhing in passion within half a minute and building to an orgasm in just a minute or two. Her breathing was erratic and her hands grabbed Bill's head almost violently. He loved the feel of her swollen nipple in his mouth and was excited by knowing that his mouth aroused her so that her body was at his mercy. He could slow or stop, causing her untold frustration, or he could suck harder and accelerate her inevitable orgasm. The streams of milk, filling his mouth, followed by his pause in suction, to swallow, fell into their usual rhythm as they each enjoyed their unique sexual act. With its cycles of suction and swallowing, it was like fucking. Indeed, Bill guessed the prolonged draining and his swallowing of her milk was more intimate than penetrative sex. It was oral sex using her engorged tits. When he tit-fucked her later, or she gave him oral, it would be another part of their sex act. But these few minutes were probably the pinnacle of intimacy for both of them. She let out a short scream as she climaxed and then shuddered as Bill continued his assault on her overly sensitive body. As was his norm, the sucking went on until he was satisfied that her breast was empty. Only then did he release her nipple, rise from the bed, and walk to the other side. She knew that signaled her time to roll over and move on the bed so that he could lie down again and easily reach her full breast. The entire erotic milking scene was then repeated with her other breast. Sue had another orgasm, and Bill was given a titfuck, even though they were new at this arrangement. The process became routine, and they performed like a well-rehearsed dance team. Except for two days, when he was away for business, during the first two weeks of the couple's strange arrangement, Bill came to Sue's apartment each weekday morning and after work to drain her tits. She used her breast pump while at work and at bedtime. On the weekend, he spent from noon to bedtime with her, which included three milkings. Sue would have one and sometimes two orgasms each time. Bill got off as often as he wished, which was slightly less than at every milking. Bill returned to the exotic dancer's shop on his own 
and bought more sexy bras and tops for Sue, insisting that she showcase her breasts for his pleasure between milkings. Sue loved his fascination with her breasts, and was thrilled that he wasn't just focused on the milking times they shared. Until her pregnancy, she'd enjoyed many men staring at her clothed tits. It was nice to again be the object of a man's lust, and when he was in her apartment, she acceded to his preferences. She now spent most of her at-home time wearing sexy lingerie, even when Bill wasn't there. On the day they'd first bought new lingerie for her, Bill had selected an underbust corset that he envisioned her wearing with a low-cut bra they'd just bought. Bill explained he wanted her to wear the corset and bra for dinner at a romantic restaurant he was planning to take her to the following weekend. They'd both been aroused in the store as he whispered how sexy he thought she'd look as he stripped her bra off after dinner while leaving the corset in place. He teased her by hinting that he might delay her evening milking, leaving her tits swollen with milk to heighten the sexual tension during dinner. Having made the restaurant reservation for the following Saturday, Bill asked if Sue had a dress that would fit well over the demi-cup bra and corset. He said he wanted some exposed cleavage and required the dress to show off her legs as she'd be wearing stockings with the corset. She showed him a dress she felt was suited to his wishes but said it would probably be too tight in the chest area if she wasn't milked before dinner. She said, I was going to tease you at a more intimate moment, but might as well tell you now. My breasts have gotten bigger during our short time together. I think I can feel it, but there's also objective evidence. For the last few days, when I've pumped my milk at work, the collection bottles have had an extra ounce or more from each breast. So, you've officially made me bigger than I've ever been. I haven't mentioned it, but I've been wearing the F-cup brass most of the time to be more comfortable. I could squeeze into my dress if my breasts are milked before our date, but certainly not if I'm breasts are milked before our date, but certainly not if I'm full. He gave her an evil smile and said, I could sense you were bigger. I was waiting for you to notice. I think you can still get bigger still, he then said. They'd need to go dress shopping since he'd decided that he wanted her tits to be full during their dinner date. Hearing that dinner was to be at 7 Pem Sue expressed great concern that she'd be uncomfortable since, by the time dinner was over, she'd be several hours overdue for relief. Bill observed, Yes, you will be uncomfortable, but you can think of it as penance for your lactation perversion. Of course, my goal isn't to punish you. It's to make you very horny and eager for my mouth. We'll both be thinking about your engorged tits during dinner and how the milk is going to erupt into my mouth afterwards. I think an hour or two of that type of foreplay will make your milking very memorable. Yeah, that's easy for you. I'll be the one with the painful tits. My cock will be uncomfortable during dinner as well. Probably not as much as your tits, but that's the way it's going to be. Rest assured I'll do my best to please you after dinner. It may well be your first three orgasm per breast milking. Sue decided further argument wasn't going to be productive, and the thought of up to six orgasms in a short period wasn't something to fight. She agreed to go dress shopping with him right after work the next day when her breasts would be full. The dress shopping proved easier than either of them had expected. She bought the same dress she had at home, but in a different color and one size larger, 
She'd already checked with a friend who was a seamstress and knew she could get the body of the dress tailored to fit better in just a day or two. On the drive home from dress shopping, Sue teased Bill by noting that she was about 45 minutes overdue for her milking and her tits were trying to burst her bra open. She urged him to drive a little faster and wondered how she'd be able to make it through the dinner he'd planned for Saturday. In fact, she felt reasonably comfortable with the 45-minute delay, but thought Bill would be turned on by her feigned plight. He was but his evil side, also thought he'd make her wait a bit longer. On arriving home, Bill deliberately went to the kitchen and rummaged in the refrigerator rather than proceeding to the bedroom, where Sue's milkings took place. After a few minutes, Sue called out to him, noting that she was waiting for him. Bill casually walked to the bedroom with no urgency and remained fully clothed. Sue was naked on the bed, obviously waiting for him to drain her milk. Again, she wasn't actually as uncomfortable as she wasn't actually as uncomfortable as she was pretending, but Bill didn't know that. Sue realized for the first time that Bill really intended to push her breast's limits. She could only imagine how far he might take her in the future. Sue could see his slow pace was intentional and said, you're a bastard. He replied, I'll be with you soon. I'm looking forward to our dinner date and how big your tits are going to look with the corset under them. Some waiting tonight is good practice for that night and maybe some future evenings. The fancy term is delayed gratification, but I think of it more as horny woman with swollen tits. I love to visualize you swollen and desperate for my mouth. I don't feel too guilty since the longer you wait, the better your orgasms should be. I'm thinking we might stretch the time on several special nights over the next few weeks. Imagine how great your tits are. Going to feel when I suck on them. Imagine the orgasms you're going to have. Sue found Bill's threats very arousing. Before meeting Bill, she'd done a little experimenting with denying herself relief, but she'd always caved in relatively soon. With Bill in charge, her tits would undoubtedly be more swollen than they'd ever been. She was also turned on by Bill's suggestion that the delayed milking on the evening of their fancy dinner might not be a one-time-only experience. Apparently, he had plans to truly control her milking and to make her wait for extended periods from time to time. That sounded exciting. After stalling for another few minutes with a trip into the bathroom, Bill returned and slowly stripped off his clothes. He moved to the bed and positioned himself in their customary alignment so that his face was just a few inches from her left breast. Sue restrained herself from pushing her tit to him, sure that he'd close in when he was ready and frustrated by his teasing delay. Finally, Bill's mouth surrounded Sue's nipple and latched onto her swollen breast. As he began sucking on her, Sue moaned and pressed her anxious breast harder against his lips. His threats to delay some future milkings had her sexual appetite at a high level. Bill sucked aggressively on her, reflecting his own sexual excitement. He'd never had a girlfriend that looked as good as Sue, much less one that was as sexually exciting. Her lactation continued to be a huge turn-on. Her readiness to dress for him and seedy control of her breasts made her one of a kind. His cock throbbed as he imagined how he might play with her over the coming weeks. He brought a hand up to grab the breast he was sucking. It wasn't necessary to hold her, but it felt good. He sensed that she liked it too.
Bill's mind wandered a bit in a review of how lucky he was. In just the past two days, he'd had more tit play than with all of his prior girls, combined, and the tits were far better. As he thought of the size of her tits and nipples, he tongued her nipple to better appreciate its size. This interrupted his rhythm and caused Sue to gasp, thinking something was wrong and that he was stopping. Bill regained control and sucked a little harder, assuaging Sue's concerns. She grunted at his new force. Her body seemed to writhe slightly and then settle down, very willing to accept the stronger suction. Bill took this all in and kept sucking at the more intense level. He worried that he'd make her nipples sore, but figured one session wouldn't do any real damage. Sue could warn him later if he shouldn't repeat the experience. As the milk was drained, Sue's arousal climbed. She was overcome by an orgasm that seemed to sneak up on her, even though she was expecting to climax from Bill's mouth. Her body froze, and her breathing stopped for a moment, followed by an overall relaxation of her tension. Bill noted a small smile on her face and heard a subtle moan of pleasure. Of the numerous orgasms he'd seen her experience, this one was unique. He had no idea if it was good or bad for her, but it was certainly different. When Bill felt her breast was fully drained, he pulled away and moved around the bed to service her other breast. As he did, Sue rolled over to position, her full breast in the proper position. Bill asked about her stealth orgasm, and she said it had been very intense. She agreed it had been different, but couldn't describe why. As he latched onto her second breast, she gasped and reached for his head. She asked him to go a bit easier on her, to take his time and perhaps suck a little more gently. He did as requested, assuming that with the edge was off her horniness, and she sought a little more romance. His mouth was a little tired, so gentle, suction was good for him too. Although the pace and intensity was reduced, her milk continued to fill his mouth, and then was swallowed. He enjoyed the more relaxed approach, even though his balls hadn't been drained, and his passion was still at a high level. It was okay, since he loved his time with her tits, and knew he'd get off soon. Sue understood his body's needs, and took good care of him. Soon Sue's passion increased, and it was clear that she was building toward another orgasm. Bill loved feeling her body tense, and was always torn between wanting to tease her or satisfy her. He'd found that teasing wasn't possible for long as his sucking on her nipple always brought a climax within a relatively short time. Nonetheless, he liked to sometimes think he was drawing out the time it took, and that he was keeping her on the edge for an extra minute which would make her climax all the better. That's the mood he was in this time, so he reduced the strength of his suction to almost playful toying. Sue grunted in apparent displeasure and then said, Don't stop. Keep sucking like you were. Bill's mouth remained full of her flesh, so he didn't respond except by sucking a little harder and then again more gently. Don't be a bastard. Suck on me. I'm getting close to coming again. Don't string me along. Bill sucked much more forcefully. Sue's body tensed and she moaned with arousal. Bill loved that he'd made her beg and then delivered pleasure. He wondered if she'd seek revenge and make him beg for his release. 
Sue's excitement continued to build as she writhed against Bill, and her breathing became unnaturally deep. She climaxed violently, within a minute or less, and then seemed to calm almost instantly. Bill continued sucking for another thirty seconds, but then concluded that he'd drained her. He gently released her nipple and moved his face away by a few inches. The couple stayed still for at least a minute while Sue recovered and Bill gave her some time to do so. Finally, Sue said, I didn't like it when you slowed up. Don't tease me when I'm so close. Sorry, I thought your orgasm would be better if delayed a bit. Don't think. When you latch your mouth onto me, your job is to suck. Thinking will just screw that up. Yes, dear. Bill pulled his body back further, hoping that would end the conversation and move them on to titfucking. His cock was more than ready. Sue understood. While less than thrilled at his recent performance at her breast, she wasn't vengeful. She'd received both of her anticipated orgasms, and they'd been very good. Sue moved to sit up at the edge of the bed while saying, Come stand here. Bill rapidly moved to stand between her spread thighs. Her lower body looked incredibly sexy in silky panties, a garter belt, and stockings, but his attention was more focused on her beautiful tits. He anxiously moved in close, aligning his cock with the space between her soft breasts. Sue reached for her baby oil and drizzled a small amount on his cock and at the top of the valley so that it would run down to where it was needed. Bill pressed his cock into place to catch the lube as it ran down and Sue pushed her tits together, making the best substitute pussy he could imagine. Bills made his first upward thrust by rocking his hips forward. It was incredibly pleasurable, and he knew he wouldn't last long. Lowering his cock simply involved reversing his hip movement and produced equal pleasure. Both partners sought to watch their body parts copulating. Neither could see well, but what was visible was enough to arouse each of them further. Sue said, I'm glad you have a large cock. It's well suited for this. If it was small, it would overwhelmed. M.M. I've always found my cock well suited to whatever demands I made of it. Your tits would overwhelm just about any dick, but I can live with that. Your tits look and feel fantastic wrapped around me. As he spoke his voice hitched, and it was obvious that his excitement was building rapidly. Sue couldn't resist teasing him with, big or small, your cock is no match for my breasts. My soft, slippery tits are overwhelming you. My tits are slipping up and down your shaft. I can just feel the ridge of your cockhead as it gets rubbed against me. You're helpless when my tits want to drain. You. Come for me now. See if your cum can blast its way out of the soft pillows to make a splash on my tits that we can see. Her talk was more than Bill could withstand. He climaxed while his cock was buried deeply in the mounds of her flesh. Not even a drop of his semen emerged. Sue smiled, saying, That's what overwhelm means. Every bit of your cum was lost in my tunnel. You'll have to shoot harder next time so we can see. She relaxed her hands and Bill's sticky cock became visible. As he pulled away, bits of his cum stuck to each of them. Sue noted the mess and reached for some tissues. As she wiped off her chest, she said, This is why blowjobs are better for workday mornings. I'd feel sticky all day at work. On the evening of their romantic dinner, Sue found getting ready to be more erotic than she'd expected. 
Bill had described the restaurant as very romantic and noted for its fine French cuisine. Sue hadn't been on a date to such a restaurant in several years. She was looking forward to the romantic atmosphere. Bill had added the kink of having her dress in the corset and leaving her breasts too full. She had mixed feelings about that. During her shower, Sue's hands repeatedly caressed and weighed her breasts. She enjoyed their heavy mass as her fingers slipped over them, lubbed with shower gel. She envisioned Bill in the shower with her and thought of how he'd tease her nipples. It took real discipline to end her shower without bring herself off. Her success largely reflected her belief in Bill's theory that delayed gratification led to bigger and better orgasms. As she dried off, Sue noticed the clock. Her regularly scheduled milking time had already passed. At Bill's insistence, she knew she wasn't going to be milked until returning home after dinner. She'd be painfully full after another two hours. This knowledge made her breasts feel even heavier and more sensitive as she gently cradled them in her G-cup demi. Bra. She smiled at the thought of a demi. Cup bra in such a large size. Before Bill, she didn't think the demi-cup style existed above D-cup. Their visit to the exotic dancer's store had made her feel very naive. She'd never thought about the thousands of dancers and sex workers who had big tits and wanted to show them off. Inwardly, she felt like one of them. She'd found their store and, at least in the privacy of her apartment, was dressing to please her man with her huge breasts. She'd already gotten used to wearing the new brass and found them surprisingly comfortable. It acted more like a hammock than a container for her breasts. Lots of soft breast flesh sat atop the shallow cups. She knew Bill's eyes would be fixed there all evening. Having Bill lace up the corset was a new form of sexual foreplay. He'd made it very snug, but not so tight as to be uncomfortable. Each of them was well aware that Bill's goal wasn't waste control. Rather, it was the tease of her being corsted and looking forward to the removal of her bra. They each could envision how huge her tits would look when the bra was gone and the black satin of the corset made her waist seem smaller. After she was laced up, she'd needed Bill's help with her stockings and panties since bending to pull anything over her feet wasn't very easy. He'd caressed her legs while he'd slowly pulled the stockings up to the corset's garters. They'd both enjoyed those sensuous touches. Sue had never had a personal maid or dresser. Having your male lover serve in that role was especially sexy. Without her needing to ask Bill, picked up her three heels and gently put them on for her. She stood and examined herself in the mirror. She could feel that the corset was forcing her to stand more erect. The image in the mirror reflected this. Her massive chest was emphasized and her lower body was less prominent. Nonetheless, her shapely legs looked great and when she turned slightly, her hips and ass seemed very sexy. Framed nicely by the corset, small silk panties and the garters. While his help wasn't needed, Bill stayed to assist Sue with her dress. Facing the mirror, her back was to the room. Bill brought the dress from the closet door where it was hanging. He took in the overall beauty of her body from the rear as he crossed the room. As he got close, Bill observed, the corset really highlights the uncovered areas of your body. I guess it's the color contrast between the black satin and your fair skin. Your ass looks incredibly sexy. 
the corset calls attention to its sensuous curves. Sue rolled her hips in response, but didn't think a verbal response was needed. He added that with his breast obsession, he hadn't really paid enough attention to her ass. He squeezed one of her ass cheeks and told her how great she looked and felt. Both of his hands roamed over her ass and hips. With a final squeeze, he said, Great ass. How could I have missed this? His comments and touch set her to thinking of her ass, and more specifically, about anal sex. She'd ruled out vaginal sex, with Bill for the immediate future out of fear of another pregnancy. She hadn't told Bill, but in her mind. She expected to give him her ass soon, in lieu of her pussy. Since he'd just expressed lust for how she looked from behind, perhaps tonight would be the time to invite him inside. Sue hadn't had anal sex in well over a year. As she thought about it, the idea was appealing but intimidating, since Bill's cock was definitely thicker than that of her last boyfriend. She knew her ass would stretch to accommodate him, but wondered if it would hurt. This now gave her a whole new sexual adventure to think about during dinner. Her tits would be straining against her bra, and her ass would be wondering about his cock. Her tits would ultimately be pleasured, but would her ass feel sated or wounded after he'd taken her there? Bill helped her put on the dress and zip it up. They both looked at her image in the mirror. The woman they saw was extremely sexy. Sue felt the look was a little trashy, but kept the thought to herself. Bill loved the inviting mound displayed above the neckline. The look was certainly more daring than anything Sue had exhibited outside of her apartment. Sue said, I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm not used to showing off my tits this much in public. I assume I can wear a shawl over my shoulders without defeating your expectations. A shawl would be fine for going and coming, but I'd expect that it will disappear at the table. I want to be able to enjoy the temptation you're offering as we sit opposite each other. The couple went to dinner. Between her swollen tits and the erect posture caused by the corset, Sue felt very self-conscious as they were escorted to their table. The restaurant's interior was decorated in a Victorian style, with velvet booths and heavy drapes dividing the space into several dining areas. The overall impression was of a 1850s California bordello as portrayed in the movies. Sue's decolletage seemed to fit in. She felt like an escort and was embarrassed at her exhibitionism. The low level of lighting was all that gave her comfort. As they completed the path through the crowded rooms, she noticed other women were dressed in, off-the-shoulder dresses, and some displayed ample cleavage. When she sat at the table, the corset forced her to sit with her back abnormally straight. She felt like the tallest woman in the room, who was inviting everyone to stare at her massive tights. It took several minutes for her to acclimate to her forced posture and to realize that no one other than Bill was paying any attention to her. They ordered dinner and she eventually relaxed as they enjoyed good wine and excellent French food. During their second course, Sue became aware that Bill's eyes were locked onto her chest. She nervously asked if she was leaking and he assured her that she looked fine. This prompted her to observe that he'd apparently given up trying to maintain the facade of being a gentleman. He raised his eyes and apologized, but defended his staring as inevitable. 
since her chest looked so good and he knew how full she was, he claimed helplessness to resist. Sue shook her head as if hearing a child's lame excuse for bad behaviour, but then decided to change the subject. She said, I think I have a way to distract you from my chest. As I've told you my vagina is off limits, I can't bring myself to take the slightest chance of pregnancy. Bill nodded in understanding, and then Sue continued, We've been so close physically that it seems natural to want more sexual intimacy. In any case, I was thinking that in the near future, I might invite you to take my ass. I assume that would be okay with you. Bill smiled broadly and almost coughed as he quickly responded. Yes, that would be great. I'd love that. As I said earlier, I haven't paid enough attention to your ass. It's beautiful. The idea of taking you there is fantastic. Okay, I just thought I'd give your little head something to think about other than my very swollen tits. Tits that feel about a cup size bigger than even this G-cup bra. As you know, the bra's cut very low. I don't know if my tits are going to fall out or burst the seams. Tonight's dinner is taking. Much longer than I expected, and I'm incredibly full. I know your fantasy for tonight after dinner is seeing me topless, while corseted, but if you look at me that way, for more than 30 seconds before getting to work, I might hit you. Ogling. If you do an exceptionally good job, I might consider giving up my ass tonight. I'll do my best to please. You need to do your best to drain and please. Drain me and I expect pleasure will follow. It was your idea to make me ache. You've told me I might expect extra orgasms, or at least orgasms that are very memorable. That's the standard you've established. Just substituting for my pump isn't going to get you anything. Yes, dear. When dinner was finally over and the couple arrived home, Sue moved quickly to the bedroom. She whisked the duvet cover off the bed and spread a waterproof pad over the sheets since her breasts would undoubtedly leak. She asked for help with her dress. With the dress off Bill, then helped with her bra clasp. She repeated the admonition that he could have perhaps 30 seconds to enjoy looking at her naked swollen tits, but then his milking services were urgently needed. The bra had to be peeled off as significant milk had leaked into the pads she worn. The wet pads stuck to her damp flesh and had saturated the inner layer of her bra. She guessed that her dress had been mere minutes away from becoming wet, a huge embarrassment just narrowly avoided. Once her tits were naked, Sue turned to Bill to give him the show he'd wanted. Are they big enough for you? They've never been this big before. Getting the bra off feels good, but my tits are so swollen, the skin feels hot and almost like it could burst. I trust your perverted side is happy. Take a good look and then please milk me. Absolutely huge and beautiful. Even though stretched your tits still have their perfect shape. I guess I should be sorry for putting you through this, but seeing your swollen tits above the corset is even sexier than I'd expected. You look like an Amazonian warrior princess, an incredibly busty, woman who should rule a tribe of men who serve her. Okay, then serve me. Take care of my needs. Sue reclined on the bed in her customary position, and Bill moved into his place next to her. He studied her breast up close for a few seconds, until Sue let out an exasperated, well. Bill moved his mouth to her and began to suck. Sue's body stiffened at his first suction and stayed still for 15 seconds or more before adjusting to the stimulation. 
Bill quickly established his pattern of suction, followed by swallowing, settling in to what he knew was going to be an extended session. As expected, Sue soon evidenced growing arousal. Her one hand gripped Bill's head, and the other strangled an edge of the sheet as her excitement increased dramatically. Her whole body writhed with passion as Bill sucked harder, and Sue had an orgasm within a few minutes. Bill powered through her post-orgasmic sensitivity, using slightly reduced suction. He knew she'd stop him, if given the choice, but he'd previously established that resistance was pointless. As in the past, her hypersensitivity only lasted about 30 seconds. After that, she was more than happy to have him suckling. Bill felt her sexual excitement gradually rebuilding. He increased the pace of his sucking cycles, as well as the strength of his suction, which seemed to drive Sue wild. Her body thrashed as she built to a second orgasm. Once again, Bill continued sucking on her with his single-minded focus on draining her breast. He felt the goal was reached after about another minute. He broke contact and sat up, smiling at Sue's exhausted body, which still looked incredibly sexy, with her tits accentuated by the black satin hugging her torso. He rose and walked to the other side of the bed, while Sue rolled over, each performing their routine without comment. Bill watched her body as she turned over, and could see the marked difference in size and shape between her empty breast compared to the one that was still swollen to the max. Each looked sexy to him, but in different ways. The soft breast invited touching and fondling, while the swollen one looked too pained for anything but relief. He lay down and started right in on his milking task to Sue's obvious relief. She grunted and moaned for the first few seconds, but then was very content. As usual, her level of sexual arousal increased as the suction continued, but her sexual appetite wasn't as great as before. Her body relaxed more as the pressure in her breast was relieved. Arousal was inevitable, but of secondary importance. Indeed, it almost seemed that Sue was semi-conscious, and her body's nervous system was powerless to resist the stimuli of Bill's mouth. In any case, sexual arousal came and her body gradually climbed the hill toward climax. Her hands grabbed at Bill and at the bed linens as they had before, but with less force. Her breathing became laboured and her body ground against Bill's as she neared climax. Finally, with a brief exclamation, her body shook with an overwhelming orgasm. She was too sated to fight Bill as he continued with his milking. Indeed, Sue seemed almost comatose as her body slowly recovered from her orgasm. After a few more minutes, Bill was satisfied that he'd fully drained her second breast and pulled his mouth away. Sue whispered, thank you. Of course, Bill's mind was now focused on whether he'd be invited to fuck Sue's ass. He felt he'd earned the invitation, but Sue seemed too tired to be very interested. Sue didn't move from her prone position, feeling too sated. Can you give me a minute? You've done well, my surf. Your pleasure is almost at hand. Sue stretched languidly and pointed to a throw pillow on a nearby chair. Bill understood and retrieved it. Sue rolled onto her stomach and raised her hips, saying, Slide the pillow under me. Bill did, and Sue rolled her elevated ass seductively. The lube is on the nightstand. Please go slowly. 
your cock is much thicker than my only other visitor, and that visit was well over a year ago. You might want to think of this evening as a job interview. Make a bad impression, and you won't get the job, probably not even a call back. Thanks for not putting too much pressure on me. I'm afraid to even try. No, you're not. Look at your cock. It's more than ready. Just take it slow and don't spare the lube. Perhaps I should say that, while my anal experience is limited, I loved it. I can't wait for your cock to be in me. Think about how tight my ass is going to be, and how pent up your balls are. I'm not expecting you to last very long, but I'm also expecting this to become a regular part of our intimacy. Lube me up and get me ready. Her enthusiasm for anal-relieved Bill. Until then, he hadn't known that she liked. Anal play. It now seemed unlikely he'd hurt her. Bill generously lubed several fingers on his right hand and toyed with the outside of her ass. She responded by rolling her ass and moaning to encourage him. His middle finger slipped in and Sue groaned. Bill fiddled with the lube and added some more to his finger as he withdrew it and then thrust it back in. Sue moaned again. Bill repeated his actions and was confident he had gotten enough lube to the right places. He fucked her ass with his finger for about 30 seconds and could feel her relax more. He was turned on by the realization that Sue liked having her ass penetrated. Assuming he didn't hurt her the first time, he would have his cock routinely in her tight sleeve. His cock throbbed at the thought. Bill repositioned himself on his knees behind Sue and gingerly moved his cock to the opening of her ass. He pushed and was surprised at how easily her ass allowed him entry. Sue gasped as he pushed and then said, Yes, fuck my ass. Push it in all the way. I've been thinking about your cock in my ass. Fuck me. Bill's hands grasped Sue's hips, giving him full control of their union. He loved the sense that he could plow her slowly, or hard and deep using her hips. He restrained himself, but knew he relished that knowledge that her ass was totally at his mercy. Bill pushed in slowly as far as he could, paused and withdrew slowly to mumbled sighs and eager groans from his partner. When his cock had almost been totally withdrawn, he pulled her hips back as he pushed his cock forward with much greater speed and power. Sue screamed a yes, reassuring him that he'd definitely be invited back. This confidence allowed him to begin a serious fucking motion with long, powerful strokes. Her ass was so tight that he knew he'd be coming very soon, but each stroke felt fantastic. The notion that her ass would now be available to him regularly made up for the brevity of his first time. He'd simply recuperate and fuck her again at her next milking. With this thought, Bill's cock erupted. He pushed in as far as possible and held himself in that position as his strength seemed to flow out with his cum. He relaxed, using Sue's hips for support as his body recuperated. Sue pressed her ass back onto him and said, Welcome to your new home. Of course, your cock can still enjoy my tits and mouth, but now my ass is on the menu too, remember? The choice at any given time is up to me. That's a little harsh. Having just experienced your ass for a brief moment when I was overly horny, I was hoping to enjoy it again after your morning milking 
and perhaps again at each of tomorrow's other milkings. Well, it's true you didn't last very long. I'd like to feel you there a lot longer, so I'll keep that in mind in the morning, when I make my decision. While my ass may be great, I'd remind you that my tits and mouth aren't too shabby. Bill reluctantly extracted his shriveling cock and collapsed on the bed next to Sue. She stayed where she was, with her ass propped up. After a minute of silence, she said, for sleeping, I need you to remove the corset, but since you didn't get to see my exposed tits with the corset for long, I'm willing to wear it for you again tomorrow. Let's say I'll wear it from after my lunchtime, milking until after my lunch, time milking until after my evening milking with a dry version of the bra you had me wear tonight. I'll pick the top I wear. There's one I have in mind that you'll like. That will tease you with some cleavage. As long as I don't leak too much, I'll give you an hour of topless during afternoon. But I get to choose the time. You're great. I can't wait.